What is captology? Thanks for asking. Getting internet users' attention and influencing their online behavior is a massive priority for big tech companies in this day and age. Behind their practices is captology, a term invented in 1996 by American researcher B.J. Fogg. It might make you think of the word capture at first, but it actually comes from the initials of computers as persuasive technologies. The idea was to study the link between digital tool design and the resulting impact on individuals' behavior. Captology has often been cited as a source of inspiration for Silicon Valley entrepreneurs, to such an extent that its definition has evolved to describe all kinds of techniques to grab users' attention and keep them addicted. Coronavirus lockdowns haven't helped, and the stats are there to back it up. A global study by analytics company App Annie found that the average daily time spent using a smartphone in 2020 was four hours and ten minutes. That's crazy. So, what are the secrets behind captology then? In recent years, former GAFAM employees have started speaking out on the subject. One such example is former Google design ethicist Tristan Harris. He has been interviewed a number of times about addictive app design and the negative impact of digital technologies. In the race for attention, because there's only so much attention, companies have to get、uh, more of it by being more and more aggressive. I call it the race to the bottom of the brainstem. Some examples include autoplay features like on YouTube and Netflix, and infinite scrolling on Instagram or Twitter. These features didn't happen by accident; they were created specifically to keep visitors on their platforms. Yeah, not so fast, Doc. I can totally relate. You end up forgetting why you even opened the app in the first place. There's also what are known as random rewards. Our smartphones are like casino slot machines in that you tap a button or pull down to refresh without knowing what you're going to get back. Likes, comments, a funny cat video. The uncertainty itself is addictive. Finally, captology plays on our need for social validation via the ratings or number of likes we receive. Is captology dangerous then? The medium-term risks include a drop in attention span, addiction to screen time from an early age, political polarization, and a narcissistic need to rack up as many likes as possible. It's gone so far that B.J. Fogg himself has gone on record saying he regrets that the term captology has ended up having connotations of mass manipulation. Nowadays, he prefers to talk about persuasive technologies instead, which could have a positive impact when used to benefit health and well-being. Think of apps which help you to quit smoking or be more active, and you'll get the idea. Thanks to warnings made by the likes of Tristan Harris, there is more and more pressure to make digital design sustainable and responsible. For example, Apple and Google allow their device users to see how long they spend on each installed app and to create daily limits. Will it be enough to help us beat our digital addiction? The first step is awareness. There you have it. Now you know what captology is. In under three minutes, we answer your questions. What would you like to know about? Use the comments section to ask your questions on the podcast platform.